Business as Unusual is a thought-provoking podcast that explores the innovative strategies, disruptive ideas, and unconventional practices driving successful leaders and companies in the ever-evolving world of modern business. Subscribe, comment, and share for weekly inspiration with our host, Aisela. My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Colorado, and I'm here for the kids because there's nowhere else I'd rather be. That was Elizabeth. I met her at a Here for the Kids volunteer training. This is a very different episode of Business as Unusual. What makes this episode different is... I didn't interview a specific business owner or project manager about something. I instead gathered in-person interviews with people and some people sent me things and I arranged it into a hopefully cohesive opportunity for you to get a little bit of a glimpse into the Hair for the Kids movement and people, the people on the ground that are showing up because they care. So, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, it started out with welcome that Syra Rao did for the volunteers, and then the rest of it is some of the simple audio clips like we saw at the beginning, and then some things that people sent me about what they were doing to prepare for this and or what motivated them. I close with a little bit of an introduction about my motivations and my thoughts around the terror of gun violence in our country. I really hope that it helps you to connect with the heart of what we're doing and it inspires you to get involved, to participate in creating a community that works for all of us. This is incredible. So look around. This is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. Um, when people say, what do we do, what do we do, what do we do, this, I'm so tired of this, I, I have no power, this idea was hatched on March 27th. This is what, June 4th, this is also the death anniversary of my mom, which is a, it's a special day for me as well. Um, but it's been not even two, it's been two months since the idea. Time stamping it, April, April 10th was the first time I publicly did a Zoom and talked to anyone about it, and here you are. On, we are on, literally on the cusp of ending the violence in this country, so can we just literally clap
So I just want everyone to understand what we as women are always reduced to, which is public relations statement. It's disgusting. So that's not what we are. We are actually here for the kids because our elected leaders have not been here for the kids. They have not been here for us. They have not even been here for themselves. Do you know what, that, what struck me about the Nashville shooting, which is when I conceived of this idea, was the governor of Tennessee's friend was one of the people who was killed that day. A few days later, there was a mass shooting in Kentucky. The governor of that state's friend also was killed. This is hitting very close, and they still don't care. They still don't care. So this notion that we're gonna keep giving Democrats money and they're gonna fix it, that hasn't worked. This notion that more and more state laws, since Columbine 24 years ago, just had the anniversary of Columbine three weeks ago, and on the anniversary, on the eve of the anniversary of Columbine, the blue, the Democratic state legislature here in Colorado, where's where Columbine happened, shot down an, an assault weapons ban bill. So voting blue no matter who, obviously, I hope people are seeing this. I hope people are seeing that voting blue no matter who is not the solution. I hope people are seeing that, you know, raging against the machine on social media is not the solution. Um, call your senator, call Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> How many calls has Chuck Schumer gotten? I mean, I'm gonna even just be honest now, I've been texting Amy Klobuchar and I used to be friends, I've been texting her about this, and she, she's one of 100 US senators. And you know what she said? Yeah, the gun violence is really bad. As if she has no control. Uh, this was hatched because Joe, it not only did Nashville happen, but Joe Biden gave us a gift that day that I think a lot of people didn't realize that was a gift was, I can't do anything more on guns. No, I won't do anything more on guns. How intellectually dishonest indeed a lie to say you a sitting US president don't have the power to do anything. Really? We banned Muslims. We banned books. We banned trans kids. And you can't ban guns? The number one killer of our kids? Shut up. Right. Seriously. Congress, what has Congress done? Nothing, right? Nothing, nothing, nothing. So when Jared Polis says, I can't do this because it flies in the face of the Second Amendment, no, Jared Polis, you won't do it, baby. You won't, but you're showing yourself to be the greatest American villain. So tomorrow, when thousands of you are sitting peacefully down the street, mourning, grieving, healing, begging him and any U.S. governor and President Biden, any of these 50 governors and President Biden can sign an executive order tomorrow, do not be fooled, they can do it. Whether or not they will do it is a different story. But how can a, a decent human being, how can any decent human being, with thousands of us sitting there begging, please stop killing our children, please stop killing us, Please let us live in peace. If you have the power to do that and you say no, I am choosing a racist amendment from 1791 over your child's life in 2023, they all have to go. They all have to go, period. That's the end. We are here now, we are here for the kids, and it's going to work. So thank you, thank you, thank you all for being here. And I know Karen's gonna get you guys uh, you know, educated around what, what happens next. What I would love, if you don't mind, is people to tell us where you're from and, and what inspired you to come, and just for a few minutes. Um, yeah.
Who wants to go first? I heard someone's here from Sweden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Heidi. I'm from Orlando and I'm here for the kids because I am a godmother, I'm an aunt, um, I'm a therapist. I've lost too many patients and clients over the years to gun violence and um, the children I love, I don't want them to have to continue with active shooter drills. It's insanity to keep this up. We can absolutely amend the amendment. We can abolish guns and get rid of them. Get rid of them. I'm Jennifer. I'm from Denver and I'm here for my daughter so that she doesn't uh, get afraid to go to school. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm here. Uh, I'm here from Denver, and I'm here for the kids because I'm a teacher. I'm Fred Kramer, and I'm here from Los Angeles, and I'm here for the kids uh, to be a small part of changing a conversation that's needed to change for quite some time. Hi, I'm Lake Bell. I'm here from Los Angeles. I'm here for the kids on the organizing team, and um, I can't think of a better reason to come out here to Denver for our first stop on this path. My name is Julie. I am from Kentucky. I'm here for the kids because I am tired of our children being traumatized every day by gun violence and the fear of lockdowns. My name is Carol. I'm from California, and I'm here because why wouldn't I be? Hi, my name is Sarah. I'm from Virginia. I'm here for the kids because, unfortunately, a six-year-old child shot a teacher in my hometown, in my neighborhood, where I went to elementary school and grew up, and no child should have access to firearms. Hi, my name is Karen, and I actually live in Sweden, um, originally from California. And I'm here for the kids because I am tired of gun violence, and I think we need to redo our laws. Well, I'm, I'm originally from California. Um, I'm 61 years old now. Been living in Sweden since I was 28. So I have four boys, all grown up in Sweden, never had to attend an active shooter drill, which I'm so thankful for. Um, and I've been doing work with Asira and the race to dinner um, and all of that, so that's how I got involved with this. And I just feel really bad, just because I, I still am an American citizen. I just feel still like in my heart, being an American and being having been so privileged to have my kids grow up in Sweden that um, I would really hope that the US does something with the gun violence here, because it's pretty damn scary. Yeah. <laughs> I got my childcare figured out for every child while I'm gonna be gone. I got my hotel booked. I got my GoFundMe going, so people are contributing, people who can't go. Um, I got my flight ticket, flight ticket, airline ticket, whatever, booked. Um, I'm checking it off. And so now I just need you to come with me. So, um, I'm going to Denver June 5th. I'm actually going June 4th, um, cause we're going to be at the Capitol at 5 AM on the 5th and, um, we're going to sit and demand 
and we're gonna show up. And we're gonna put our bodies on the line because we're white and we have privilege and we're being asked to do this, so we're doing it. Um, I have a hotel room, so um, I'm happy to split the cost with somebody if they are wanting to share um, some expenses. Um, I have a contact who has airline miles that they're willing to donate to somebody. So really money can't really be much of an excuse because um, this is really important. And I think that um, it's time that we do something different. Um, and, and this is what people are doing. So I'm going, I'm gonna do it. Um, yeah. I hope that you come. I hope that um, you think about coming and then come. My name is Heather Doan and I am here for the kids. I am here for the kids because of my seven-year-old daughter, because I was across the street at Tucson at the Safeway, about to go to that Safeway. I watched them airlift Gabby Giffers out. I saw the carnage and um, the smell in the air. You can smell it. It's different. Uh, I don't talk about it a lot. I'm here for the kids because then I moved to Colorado and I was supposed to go see the Batman movie and I had tickets with friends to the theater in Aurora because everything was sold out and we ended up not going no one wanted to drive and I don't think it was that theater anyway and that should not be the thought it's not that big of a deal because I wouldn't have been in that theater even though I would have been in the building and I'm here for the kids because the shooting at King Supers in Boulder was, that was the store closest to my office. I had a coworker's wife who was pulling into the parking lot and left just as it was happening. I had coworkers who could have easily been there and they weren't. And these are the saving graces that we think, right? That's three mass shootings that I was too close to. That's just me. I'm here for the kids because I am here for you. When this gets too close to you, if it hasn't already. I am here for the kids because my baby doesn't deserve this and neither do yours. I grew up in Wyoming and my father was a member of the NRA my whole life. I shot my first gun when I was like nine. Um, and my family, we hunted for our food, just like that whole culture up there. And, um, I don't want to see that go away, but I'm here for the kids because responsible gun owners have done nothing. 
nothing to prevent mass shootings. You hear them say all the time that it's harder than ever to buy a gun, but we're still experiencing this. No other country in the world experiences this on the level that we do. And so I'm here for the kids because we need to wipe the slate clean and evaluate if we could ever start over. But this is not good enough. It is insanity to accept this level of murder and that is what it is. And so I'm here for the kids because I'm scared for my kid and I am scared for yours and I know this is the right thing to do. Hi, this is Aisla, the host and producer. And today I'm doing a very different episode. It is a a celebration of hope and an invitation to everybody that listens to the show to be part of making history together. We're all tired of the gun violence and the way that mass shootings have become like the weather. We talk about it like it's something we can't control. Like it's something that just happens. And that's not true. There's too many causes, really, to to list them all. And they all come down to one thing. Access to guns makes murder easier. I have a lot of people in my life who are responsible with their firearms. And I know that they hear this as an indictment. And I'm just going to ask, is your right to a gun because you have a hobby you enjoy or because maybe someday someone might break into your house, is that right worth more? Than our public safety, than our lives, than the lives of our children. One of the women I spoke with today at the volunteer meeting said that her daughter is terrified that she's going to attend the sit in. Her daughter's afraid that her mother will be shot going to a sit in. And as we were talking, I said, Well, You could be shot picking her up from school, going to the mall, going to the King Supers, going to the movies. We risk this every day, everywhere we go. And if we want to see a change, we are going to have to be inconvenienced. We don't have to know that this is going to solve it. What we know is that nothing else we have done has. It is time to get creative and it is time to get unreasonable.
because the situation is beyond unreasonable. My children are grown. I don't worry about them at that same level. And I think about it. I think about the day my son told me a few months ago that a couple of weeks before, there had been a shooting near the restaurant that he works at. And they had come together and made a strategy at the restaurant for how they would watch for, identify, and protect, uh, watch for and identify possible shooters and protect their customers. The mom's heart here wanted to know how they were going to protect my kid. And they can't promise that. They can't even really promise they'll protect their customers. We see it every day in the news. Multiple announcements of this. I can't imagine being a parent today of young children and having to decide how to send them to school safely. Do I buy them a Kevlar backpack? Do I teach them how to put blood on their hands and play dead? I went out canvassing with this group a couple weeks ago, and one of the women that I was with, her child goes to East High, where students were shot a few months ago. They said one of the hardest things for the students are the empty desks. They don't move kids to them right away, understandably. And yet those empty desks are a daily reminder. And there is an empty desk in most of the classrooms. And they are a daily reminder to the students in that school of what occurred, of what is not being done by our legislative bodies and the organizations that are supposed to protect us. What is not being done for them by these people. And Cyrus said it really well. We ban so many things with the idea that we're going to protect our homes and our families. We have banned books. We ban vape juice. They're trying to ban drag queens. None of none of these things have harmed our homes, our families, our country's security as much as guns in the hands of citizens, residents, guns that were legally obtained. I did an episode on guns and gun violence on my other podcast a few years ago. And I took the stand that I'm not pro-gun and I am not anti-gun. What I am is anti-slaughter. And I want everybody who is anti-slaughter to join me and this group. Yes, I know it seems very extreme to get rid of guns. I know that for a lot of people it really does. It's more extreme that we have chosen to live with this without standing up for our communities, our neighbors, our families, our children. 
each other. We deserve to live in a society that fosters a thriving community, not one in which we're putting up metal detectors everywhere we can. And for people who say that guns provide safety, I am not going to get into it. I understand there are exceptions. There are always exceptions. And enough is enough. This is not perfect. And it's different. It's powerful. And it has a real chance of making a difference for all of us. So please, join us. Show up to Denver. Join the social media campaign. Call your governor. Get on board with a better tomorrow today. Thank you.